right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another HMC Studios Presents. We're doing another list. It's a fun list. It's going to be a great list. I'm Josh. It's, I'm Erica. <laughs> Dude, and it makes sense that you're talking like this. <laughs> so appropriate for this one. It is, because we are ranking our five favorite, five scariest, I don't know how we want to say it, Horror villains from James Wan's universe, the Wanverse, the the Wana Wanaverse, Juana Man verse, the Wanverse. That's it, dude. I tell you what, that one got a little worse. The first Is one it? was was top notch. I feel like maybe <laughs> you should go out back and smoke a cigarette real quick and come back. Okay, and then try it. And then we'll try it. Okay. Yes. I'll work on that. Unless, unless, of course, you have life insurance and you check the box that says you do not smoke. Because there was just a really good episode of Suits that was on that I was watching. Because mm. you know I'm obsessed with it. And yes. uh, they hired Mike, the guy in Suits, to represent them, this man, because his wife had died and the okay. insurance company denied her life insurance because they went back to her Facebook page and found a picture from eight months prior where she was at a wedding and she was holding a cigarette. And they said that that contractually broke their uh, agreement and that they didn't have to pay them their life insurance money. What? Yeah. I wonder if that's legit. Would they do that? Probably. I mean, I was thinking that today. I don't know why I'm traveling tomorrow. I always think I'm going to die when I travel, so I'm traveling tomorrow. (laughs) And I'm like... (laughs) Are there any pictures of me on Facebook smoking? Which I haven't smoked a cigarette in like, I don't know, probably decades, honestly. So I'm, yep. I'm like, decades? Is that? Oh my God, I can actually say that. You can actually say that. Yes, we're that old. <laughs> We've lived three decades. It's pretty bad. I know, Thanks. I was smoking when I was three. Right? No, 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 no. Never, never, <laughs> never. I you better go I back was. and check your Facebook. Well, I got now this new that. life. I changed life insurances because it's the long story and very boring. But I changed life insurances when we moved in here. So it would have only that agreement only goes back to 2020. Um, okay. And I have it. But I was saying that to you because I just said that. And then if you like had a cigarette and the, the obviously is on YouTube so they could fill. Gosh, I wonder if they go through every single podcast episode I've ever done and been like looking for a reason to not pay. To me. not cover. Oh, man. I bet that's that happened. Dude, there's a saw. This goes right into it. There's a saw movie about that. The people that are in the, the traps are the people that denied his uh, insurance. That's right. That's true. What Which that? one was that? Part three? Uh, Two? No, no, no. It's way later. Way later? Uh-huh. I must have seen it, though, because that sounds really familiar to me. It's the so pigs one. It's it. the one where the pigs get tossed into the, the saws, and all the blood and guts of the pigs are uh, the guy suffocating on it, remember? Then I did. I actually did watch that one. No, you hmm. didn't. You're lying. You know, you're, you said it was part three. We know you're not telling the truth. Hmm. But the it sounds familiar about the insurance stuff. Maybe hmm. you had a dream about it. Maybe. Was I don't it think so, a though. dream? Did you like 30 Seconds to Mars or did you think they sucked? I was not into them. Yeah. Like Isn't one. that, uh, what's his name? Mm. Isn't he in that? Jared Leto. Yep, that guy. That you just, weirdo. You just, He's was, weird. He's different. He's very eccentric. Yeah, very. He's good, but uh, he's 
definitely out there. He likes himself. He has- He's very big on himself. Yeah. I feel I like so. to be in that world, you have to be like that, though, right? That and I think a little bit off. <laughs> off kilter? A little bit. I yeah. think you have to be to a yeah, point. He's a little weird. He's a little weird. Yeah. What are you drinking there? Some vodka? You drinking vodka straight tonight, huh? Oh, yeah. I can really tolerate that one. Sparkling water. Or what is it? Carbonated water? It's my thing now. Carbonated water, soda water. You can call it whatever you want. I won't judge you that badly. It's good shit. It I'm is good. To this now. It is good. Yeah. I'll be able to put vodka in mine here soon after uh That's Friday. a nice mix. Yep. Ooh, it's so good with the lime. Is that what you get when you go out? Vodka soda with a lime? Yeah. Yep. You ever get a little my drink of choice. splash of cranberry in it? Ooh. That's the way to go. Vodka soda with a lime. Actually, here's what I used to always order. Vodka soda. That's a lie. Tito's and soda. Because you have to specify Tito's. your vodka. If not, they'll give you, you bottom do. shelf bullshit. Tito's and soda, two limes, mm-hmm. splash of cranberry. I'll have to try the splash of cranberry. Make and I do Tito's as well. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Not a Kettle One fan, huh? I don't mind Kettle One, Grey Goose, but Tito's is really good. Mm. And it's not like ridiculous expensive. That's true. Very true. So, Very I true. agree. Was this list difficult for you to come up with? Uh, not really. I just, th- what was hard was remembering all the characters, all the villains. Mm, yes. But honestly, I knew who my number one was right away. And I knew who I wanted in the top five. It was just like ordering it, but it wasn't too bad. It's like when you? you like Friday night, you get home from work and that lady called you at four thirty that we were talking about and they wanted to talk to you and you're like, I just want to get home to watch a movie with with uh I don't know who you watch movies with. I watch movies with the kids. Maybe you watch it with the cat. What's the cat's name? Which one? I'm just kidding. How many do you have? Three. No, I thought you had one. No. Okay, I so have you're three. like you're like, dude, I want to get home. I just want to veg out. I want to play Diablo yeah. 4. If if your dad gave you the game back. The game he back. Might not, yeah. Dude, he might not. But And you get there home, right? And you know you want pizza. You're like, I want Ugh. pizza for this movie or for Diablo yep. 4. Okay. And yep. is it like when you get on there, and this is me to a T. It was so bad that our friend group stopped letting me be in charge of ordering the pizzas. Because I get on there and I cannot make a decision. I'm like, I know I want pizza. You just don't know what type. But do I want it from this place or that place? Do I want this specialty pizza? Or do I want to keep it simple with a little pepperoni mushroom? That is my favorite pizza is a pepperoni mushroom. But it's got to be a quality pizza. Because if it's a shitty pizza company and you order a pepperoni mushroom, you get like two pepperonis and two mushrooms. And you're like, this isn't what I wanted. Not enough proportion. Precisely. It's all about proportion. So is is that kind of what happened with your list? You were like, I don't know if I want the pepper. I, I know who I, I know I want pizza, but. Kind of like that. Kind of. Like I said, I knew. Right. So I knew I wanted pizza, meaning I knew who my number one was, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how much pepper and mushroom and what quality in what order. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. But it wasn't the, the top five, right? Because that's what we're doing. Top five. Mm hmm. I knew who they were going to be. And like I said, just not the order. There may have been one. There is one that I switched because I remembered this other character, which I'll get to. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Mm, had to swap it. Swap. Had so I only swapped swap it. one. Okay. I didn't swap any. Um, 
But it took me forever to decide who I was going to put at number five. What about number one? Did you know number one right away? Immediately. That's the first thing okay. I filled in was number one. Okay. Same. Me too. Actually, one, two, and three were no-brainers to me. Two and three could swap in any given day. So that really, that should be two. Two and three are pretty much level. One, okay. clear standout. One. Two and three, very similar. Those could swap. Four, set in stone. Five was the one. I think it's because we're doing a top five. I feel like five and six could also be interchangeable, but I can only have five. So here I am. Right. Got it. I can't wait to see. I think I predict that this list will be different. Mm. Do you think our number one will be the same? No. Interesting. How many do you think we will have on the top five list that are the same? Not in the same spots, but at least on our list. Two? Two. Two of five. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm hoping. Mm. Let's see. I guess we'll see. Let's kick it off. Mm. Do you want to do some honorable mentions first? We can. Would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. My first honorable mention, and this is because I would like to see a whole movie on this person, uh, is the ferryman from one of the Annabelle movies. Do you remember him from, it was, I believe it was the third Annabelle movie. He's in the, um, the, the, the room. Uh, in Annabelle comes home. Yes. In the, Okay, the I don't Warren's remember room. actually. So he exchanges coins for uh, to give people mm. souls rides, but he actually captures their souls and tortures them for eternity. Got it. I know who you mean. I thought that would be a cool a cool movie. Um, I've always wanted to know more about the ferryman, so I I have mm. the ferryman at my first honorable mention um, because I think I would like to see more of him. So I think it's no it's noteworthy to put him in there because I think it's somebody that could be overlooked. Uh, fairly easily. I like that. What if the next Conjuring movie is that? That's what I was saying. Like they could do a Conjuring Universe show, yeah, or series, and talk about each one of these people, or even do like split into four different stories and do like three episodes, three episodes, three episodes on each each of these. But I think it would be cool. Um, that would be awesome. Absolutely. I, would, I, I don't know that it warrants a whole movie because that's why I think some of these. Uh, stories that are in their room they have would be would be good for like a anthology type series i think that would be super fun for them to do agreed cool we have two honorable mentions right yeah dog unless you want six no 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 all right so my first honorable mention is going to be and this may be on your top five uh la llorona is Mm. my honorable mention are you looking at me to see if it's on my top five Huh? Are you looking at me to see if I break and tell you if it's on my top five? Yes. I was trying to look at a poker face. It didn't work. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, I. It's funny. When I was leaving The Nun last night, I was behind this this group of, of young younger people. And this one guy was saying, oh, if this movie was, was bad, I can't imagine the first one. Because I guess they, that person didn't watch The Nun Part 1. Oh, jeez. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then he said, oh, and this can't be any worse than La Llorona. So I'm like, wow, people really don't like this movie. And I I did. I thought it had some very decent jump scares. I thought she was very scary. I'll get more into detail about this a little bit later. But there's something about 
these scary women wearing these long dresses mm. and veils. Yes. And just very pale that really scare me visually. And she definitely left that impression on me. So she is my honorable mention. Your One of them. First honorable mention. First honorable mention. First. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that again. I liked that movie a lot. And there was a lot of people that did not. So I was I liked it. fairly surprised with people that didn't like it. But uh, my mm-hmm. second honorable mention. And this is one that could be interchangeable with five. So this would probably be six on my list okay. if we did a top ten. Uh, is Valak from The Nun. Okay. Oh, I that's a lot lower than I thought. Mm, yes, yes, that's where she's at. I find her um, scary. I think she had a great appearance in The Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. I liked the Nun movie, but I didn't like the Nun movie because of the Nun. I actually enjoyed the storyline uh, that they had with Thaisa Farmiga and that character. I think that character took... I enjoyed the movie because of that character more so than the Nun. Uh, but it. she is scary, and I have not seen The Nun 2, so maybe that will boost her up or bring her back. But I could not put her in the top five. Okay. Well, that already uh, took my prediction down. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I thought she was going to be top five, maybe number five. So interesting. Mm. Well, she okay. may have been. Like I said, it is kind of uh, True. varies. Yes. Teetering. Yes. Okay. Teeters. Okay. Teeter-totter. Tater totter, tater tots. Tater tots. Go for some tater tots. Oh, they're so good. Uh, all right, my second honorable mention, which in same thing, it would be my number six if we had this one was the one that I switched out. I had it in the top five, but then I switched it. It is unless it has another name, the lipstick demon from mm, Insidious. Yes. He's honorable mention. I did have him in the top five, but somebody else beat it. Uh, I mean, he's also kind of goofy looking, which is the other reason he got knocked down. Yeah, he is scary, but he has that scene in Insidious where uh, I forgot his name already. Josh and Dalton are in the further. It is Dalton, right? Yes. Yes. And they're in the demons. What is it like? His house? His workshop. His lair. His lair. And he's <laughs> he's in that room where he's like making dolls or whatever the hell he's doing. It's just it, it added this goofiness to it. So it kind of took away from the scariness of him from the beginning of the movie. And of course, that, you know, that traditional jump scare that everybody loves from Insidious where he's behind mm-hmm. Josh. So that's why he also got knocked down. He's a little silly. But he is really scary at the same time. And I, his posture is what scares me more. Mm. But once you start looking at his face, I'm just like, eh, you're not. There are other scary people in this list. But at the same time, he is insidious. I When I see that, I think of insidious. It represents it. So I also felt like, yeah, you're a good honorable mention, but mm. not top five. Got to bring him up. Just don't put him in the list. Exactly. I could see that. He is very... I felt like he looked creepier in the new Insidious than he did in the other Insidious movies because he is very goofy looking in the first one for certain. And he almost has like a a comedic aspect to him, especially when he's like grinding up in his little office up there and then he's listening to Tiny Tim and... Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely creepy, but I could see why you would say that. 
Yeah. So there he is. He's still there, though. He's hanging on. Just hanging out, bro. He's just hanging out, man. Yeah. All right. Here we, we go. Here we go with the list. Are you ready? Dun, dun, dun. Go. Well, my number five, <laughs> it's a good segue, is uh, La Llorona. Great. I didn't roll my L's like you, though. I'm not that um, fancy. You know, fancy. I'm not. I loved this movie. The storyline is what gets me for this movie, and it really felt like a modern day, which people are probably sick of hearing me say this, but it felt like a modern day Japanese horror movie, like The Ring or The Grudge. Yeah. I feel like it's the same uh, vibe that I got from those movies, except the, with a more modern take on it. I also thought it was cool that she was kind of brought into this conjuring universe and they introduce her through that priest, which we get very little interaction with in the movie. That's just how we know. Cause again, they say you can get the Warrens, but it's going to take however long and they don't have that amount of time. So I liked how they brought in this other person uh, in that movie to kind of help exercise this demon who's a more uh, like an unorthodox type of uh, exerciser. Is that the right word? Priest. Yeah. And, well, he was kicked out. Exorcist. Right? He's an exerciser. Yeah. The exorcist. Yeah. But um, I think she's freaky. I love the way she looks with the, you know, the white face, the black lips with the veil. And yep. when you finally get to see her, she's, she's very creepy. So again, she reminds me of what I really liked about those Japanese horror movies and the way that they don't really show it to yep. you up front and then when you finally get the reveal I think it's worth it and again bring kids into it she takes people's kids that creeps me out bothers yep. me pulls my heartstrings so number five is La Llorona beautiful thank you I beautiful case for her I agree I agree that's a good point because it, it was very investigative her story which is very you know the ring the grudge those Japanese horror where your tr- shutter, you're trying to find out what the reasoning is behind these ghosts or possession demons. You're, you're like so. essentially cursed, right? And you yeah. go through these uh, steps. Like at first you're like, yeah, and this isn't really happening. And then you realize, oh shit, this is happening. I had to figure out what's right. going on. It's almost, it's kind of, and again, this is a very loose comparison, but it's what I like about slasher movies because a lot of them, there is an element of mystery to it, right? And I think this is like a curse, but it also brings in that element of mystery, which I really like because they're trying to figure out what is going on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've noticed that you like the uh, whodunit feature. I do. I definitely, it, it makes me feel like I'm part of the movie because I'm like, I'm trying to yeah. figure this out with you. Um, and then you add in this creepy woman who, again, man, it drives me nuts because they have the thing sealed if she can't get in and then the stupid person lets her lets her in. And I thought that was yeah. also a very cool element that if you use the... What, what was that they put down? Some sort of dust. Some t- yeah, I don't know if it was like salt or what, but yeah, some kind of powdered But she couldn't substance. come in. And when she yeah. grabs that kid, that's wild too when she gets in and grabs yeah. him. But yeah, no, I like it. She's very it scary good. to me. So yeah, she's number five. Love it. Love it. My number five is the famous Billy from Saw. Ooh. The doll. Yes. So the the thing with him, so I remember when Saw came out, I went to the theater, watched this movie, the trailer, and I remember being so freaked out by this doll and the voice of the doll. It was very impactful. Yeah. I can't imitate it, but at the, you know, <laughs> it's just so good. 
and I I watched Saul recently and it aged well. Like mm-hmm. he still the doll still looks creepy. It's not and it it can border on insidious goofy because it has the same coloring. Yes. It's a clown, but it's not. Like it's if that doll appeared in my house, I would run out of here. Yes. And that laugh, the laugh that it does, very yes. creepy. And when it's on the uh it's little tricycle. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, no, because it's trying to look innocent, right? Like an innocent kid's doll, but that just took it to this other level. And then the laugh and the way it talks. And and it's so iconic now with, you know, in horror and with Saw. And it's ama- it's just a simple doll. And I hats off to him because technically the doll doesn't do anything, but it represents Saw. Right. You know, and I it's impacted me. I remember w- when I watched it and came home, like I just kept thinking, number one, I thought the twist was so great in the first one. Yeah. And all I kept thinking about was, is that doll just going to appear in my house? And does that mean I'm going to get kidnapped and put in one of these damn traps? Yes. We Ew. were somewhere. You know? I forget what it, when or where it even was. I think it was a haunted house somewhere. We have a big haunted house. So I was telling you about uh, a few episodes ago. We have it's. Yes. Land, Land of Illusion is the name of it. I, I remembered it nice. as I was doing something. I was like, oh, I forgot to tell her that. But I think <laughs> they had somebody, I don't know if it was a kid or what, but dressed up like Billy and they rode the tricycle around and it was really creepy. Yeah, no. No thanks. Like there are some things and that's where I love horror, right? There are some movies, some characters, makeup where it's so impressionable these characters that I mean they stay with you forever and if you watch it again like it can creep back into your like okay I remember why this was so scary and I think Billy the doll is still successful in being scary they should has he been in the other movies or did they stop showing him in Um, later movies no he's in it because whoever takes over for Jigsaw still uses him so he's I think he's in all of them Um, okay I don't know how much he gets used, but yeah, he's a, he's yeah. in most of them, if not all okay. of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, so Billy is my number five. That's one great thing that James Wan is able to do, and he's really mastered it, is these objects that really aren't haunted. They're haunted, but they're, they're it's like Megan, where the dog gets up and moves, right? There's either a spirit or somebody yeah. using this doll to their... Uh, advantage, right? But it's still creepy. It's creepy enough to work. You know, the doll can't get you, but it's that scary. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yep. I'll, I'll talk more on that. <laughs> well, speaking of a doll, that's a good segue because my number four is actually Annabelle. I had to, ha- I could not not have Annabelle on the list because she's so iconic. Um, yeah. Just totally. you, even though it's not even remotely close with the actual Annabelle look like, it's, I know, dude, at all. And it makes me wonder, I'm like, why would anybody let their, I would never let my kid have one of those. Like, why would you just be like, yeah, here, look at this beautiful doll I bought you. But it is creepy. Um, I like the storylines behind it. I, some of the movie, the first movie is really the only one that I didn't really care for. The second one, um, which is Creation, I really enjoyed. Oh, I think she, yeah. Annabelle is the creepiest in that one, especially whenever they open that door and she's sitting in that rocking chair and there's the Bible pages plastered all over the walls and the door to keep her in there. Um, yep. so love good. it. I also love the fact that really 
the doll is haunted by a spirit. So it's not, the doll's not moving itself. The doll's not alive. It's the spirit that's using it to its advantage and couldn't have picked a better thing to use because the doll is so creepy, but it has become a horror icon. So I could not, not have Annabelle on the list. So number four for me is Annabelle. And I would like to get an Annabelle doll. I just said I wouldn't let my kids have one, but like I have Sam over here. I need an Annabelle to... Yes, to there was Sam. But I the, agree. But the problem is all the ones you can buy are they look like they came from wish.com because they're terrible. Oh. Uh, yeah, bad. Oh, yeah. When you find the good one, though. I think I'm going to get it. it. I would like to get it. It'd be creepy to That'd have be down freaky, here. But for I, sure. I do like Annabelle. For so sure. number four, Annabelle. Love it. I will comment on her in a minute or two. Uh, my number four, I, if I don't have the right name, let me know. It's the, it's Bathsheba. It's Mm. the, the, the demon from the first conjuring that takes over Lily, the wife. Yes. Right. Or not. Is her name Lily? I think it is. Lily Lily. Taylor is the actress. Oh yeah. I don't remember her, her name in the, but you know, I think that is the name, right? Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Yes. Yes. Bathsheba. Right. Uh, I'll never forget. That's another one I watched in the theater. Actually, I watched all of these in the theater except La Llorona. That's the only one. But when that the one scene that totally freaked me out was when the kids, the two daughters are in the bedroom and the demon is on top of the armoire. Oh, dude, that's such a good, such a good scene. Dude, it is so scary. It's still scary now. And when she takes over the mom, when she's floating over her and vomits in her mouth, first of all, so bad. The makeup is so good. It's it's we talked about this. These possession slash demon movies are very hard to do. It's hard to make a demon anymore because everything's been done. But I thought he did a fantastic job that this movie, it genuinely scared me at the at first watch where I was creeped out that night and kept thinking, Oh God, is a Bathsheba going to be in the bathroom? You know? Cause like I get, I, that's why I love horror because I do get scared like that and yeah. I like it, but not because then I'm just scared for a while. But this one definitely left a good impression and it was a nice refreshing take on a demon. And it wasn't right. even anything crazy. It, it was pretty simple, but I mean, I could see it right now. Yeah, and it's shocking. There's always something. Yeah, there's always something so disturbing about seeing that demon and how bad the demon is. That is one thing I'll say about all his villains. They're all bad. You know, there's some villains that end up turning like good yeah. or redemption. These these villains are just bad. Yes, the whole way. And he's got such a wide variety of them, right? Like he's got yeah. Bathsheba, who's a demon. He's got the red lipstick demon. He's got Jigsaw, who's a person. He's got Amanda right. from the Jigsaw franchise, who's also a person. So, but he's got like all of these different. Um, Gabriel from Malignant, completely different villain. Dolls, right? yes. yeah. So it's like it's Dolls, like quote unquote. He's not like a one trick pony whatsoever. He's like, which is what is amazing about him is. You think of John Carpenter and you think of Halloween. You yeah. think of Wes Craven, you think of Scream, and you think of Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Think of Toby yeah. Hooper, you think of Texas Chainsaw. Texas, yeah. You can't do that with James Wan. Like, he's got Insidious. He's got The Conjuring. He's got Dead Silence. He's got Saw. Saw. 
malignant. Yeah. Like he just can Aquaman. Like he does all this different stuff and it's always good. Yeah. They, it is. And I like that his villains are so good. They're diverse, like you're saying, and they stay bad. Like they're just, they are there for that purpose of the horror movie. They're there to be the villain. And you want to see your main characters make it past right. the villain, which is another great thing. Because sometimes, as we mentioned with like, talk to me, sometimes these protagonists, you're like, I'm not rooting for you. I don't right. care. But his movies, 9.5 out of 10, you want your main characters to make it out and right. surpass the villain. So anyway, the point is, number four is Bathsheba, whatever its name is, fantastic. <laughs> Very scary from day one. And I think we can watch that movie in 20 years and it'll still be number one. The whole movie will still be scary because it's very practical. And that demon is very scary for modern horror. Agreed. Agreed. Thumbs up. My number three is top three. Top three is Mary Shaw from the dead silence movie. She, she is scary. Dude, she's so scary. And when I re- yeah. I remember watching this the first time and then like the whole reveal happens at the end, uh, which yeah. ironically for me doesn't ruin the movie when you know what's going on, even like on later watches. Maybe it didn't age greatly, but it's still fun to watch, especially with Donnie Wahlberg acting like an idiot the whole time. But oh that lady is so scary. and. Yep. I guess that's another thing that James Wan does really well is he uses like elderly people. He does it in Insidious with the black, yep. uh, the black bride, the black veil, whatever. I think black veil bride is a band, but um, I know who you with, mean <laughs> with that person. Um, yep. He does it in this movie with Mary Shaw. Like you can even say Jigsaw. Jigsaw is an elderly person that's very scary, but yep. like. Again, it's just like the way I guess you said it best that his villains are very diverse. And this is another one that I guess you could call a demon, but it's more of a curse. I mean, these people did this awful yeah. thing to this lady in their town and now she's cursed the town forever. Uh, but yeah. again, uses these dolls to move around and stuff because, and again, when you go back and look at what her, because she was a terrible person. She was, like you said, she wasn't good. She was literally using kids from the town to try to make the world's perfect uh Doll. <laughs> yes what yeah. what are those called so she was a ventriloquist she was the ventriloquist right yes correct are the dummies mannequins uh i think or just dummy dolls because mm. yeah they were she was trying to make the yeah the ones that she can use as a ventriloquist so th- that's what this whole yeah. the start of this whole thing was that she these people did this terrible thing to her but then you find out she was like she deserved it, right? She did what they said she was doing, even though they, yeah. you know, and then ultimately at the end, you find out she completed her, um, mission of creating this perfect dummy in the guy's dad. Uh, yeah. and then you find out like the, the, the whole story is really good, but she is just always very, very scary to me. Do you remember the movie darkness falls from when years and years Ooh. and years ago? It's been a lot. I don't remember it. I saw that. It was about the tooth. It was about the tooth fairy. Tooth fairy. Yes. Yeah. It, it was like that. It was just, it mm. sh- probably shouldn't have been as scary as it was, but like it, it just sticks with me. So, uh, yeah. my number three, Mary Shaw from dead silence. She is scary. And like I said, I'll get into the whole 
old people thing. Uh, my number three is Annabelle. Yes. And just to, I mean, you said it all and her, I like all her movies. Creation is my favorite. It's actually probably one of my top movies, period, because that one, it scares me every time. And this doll, I said the exact same thing in the first movie when the husband gives the doll to to the wife. I'm like, why the <laughs> hell would you give anyone this doll? This is not a good looking doll right. whatsoever. I mean, it's set up to look scary. So that's already wonderful as it is, like just how scary she looks. And I loved her introduction in the in the conjuring. Like this is how you start the conjuring right. is with the story of Annabelle and the whole idea of the haunted doll. It's a demon it's a spirit it's everything like it's just so scary and i grew up with dolls so mm. there is something scary about a doll because i've had i had dolls that were not that creepy but they were lifelike i don't know if they still exist american girl dolls oh yes do they still do. exist they do yes okay so i had them back when they were still new okay and they're very realistic looking and they're a little creepy you yes, know they, have- they are very realistic. It's not like a Barbie. Barbies look fake. You right. know, it's it's different. These dolls are a little like I even as a kid, I would lay them down at night to go to sleep because their eyes would close because I don't want their eyes open. It's weird. Why would you? Yeah, I'm like, mm. and that's that I that was the one thing I was not allowed to watch growing up was like anything with dolls mm. because my parents are like, you have all these dolls. You can't be scared of your dolls. You know, that is true. I didn't think my girls have the American girl dolls. I am. uh, Actually, that's a a good rule to set because I don't they're expensive, too. So I don't like want them to uh, not like them. Exactly. That and that was their mentality. And it made sense. And that's why I couldn't watch Tucky or any of that growing up. And um, there's just something so scary. And with Annabelle creation, I agree that her being in that closet with the Bible pages, that one scene where it's a ghost walking with the sheet but as they're walking the sheet starts coming off and then it just disappears yes and it's like annabelle and it's just the subtle movements of her head her eyes it's awesome i love her and hate her because she's scary i would not own that but power to you if you want to own it i will i will have one eventually as long as it doesn't yes. look like it came from uh you know some weird website Wish. Yeah. yes yes so love her annabelle is number three for me is that our first uh similar one yeah i yeah <laughs> wow what was your prediction two uh the nun i thought oh you thought was valak gonna higher. Was, was gonna be on or there. valak yeah mm. i thought it was gonna be higher so bummer well i have good news for you because my number two is actually bathsheba from Woo! the conjuring so we still match two out of five we did, we did, dude. But the reason, Exciting. dude, that scene with the when she's on top of the armoires, you put—I would have called it a closet, but because uh, oh. I'm a hillbilly, <laughs> an external closet. But when she's up there and you like see her, it is on par with the lipstick demon jump scare in Insidious. Yes. I don't know why it doesn't True. get talked about as much as um, mm-hmm. it does in Insi- that insidious one because it is just as creepy that mixed with the stupid clap game they're playing, which is another thing. Like, Ugh. why would you have an Annabelle doll? And why would you play that hide and clap game? Hell no. I didn't even like hide and seek growing up. That's just worse. 
dude, it's awful. And then yes. the puke scene, you already said all that, but like the actual story of this lady is freaking insane. Like she stabbed True. her baby to death. Her yes. husband witnesses it and she runs out of that house and hangs herself from that tree. Yes, that's right. I did forget that her story is pretty messed up. Yeah, and like he, she, yeah. her husband sees her doing this and she's like claiming her life to the devil or to Satan or whatever and runs yeah. out and then hangs herself. And her whole, and again, keep in mind, this family moves into this house with these kids and yeah. the whole reason she wants to possess the mom is to kill the kids. Yeah, disturbing. And yeah. Lily Taylor does such, I talked about this on the HMC podcast Connery episode we did, but completely underrated performance by Lily Taylor in that movie. She is so, once she's possessed by Bathsheba, she is so good. Like steals yeah, the is. show in that movie. Um, yeah. But and even then she is extremely creepy whenever she takes over as, you know, she takes over Lily Taylor's body. I forget her name. Um, yeah, me too. Nonetheless, like her acting is so good and so creepy as that Bathsheba character. So, 100%. Uh, to me, she is number two for me, but like absolutely the creepiest out of the Conjuring universe for me. I guess that might give away who my number one is, but terrifying. And I think underrated. Yeah. Also, very underrated. I would argue that. That scene is even better than um, Insidious. On it, I think so. I think so too. I'm also not a big Insidious person. I think that first movie is hot trash. But um, <laughs> I know, I know. So, but I I can argue that that one's way better. I would agree with you. Otherwise, yeah. Hmm. Oh well, that's their loss and our win. <laughs> I agree. We'll keep yeah. it a secret. We won't tell anybody. Exactly. My number two is. The nun or Valak, but from The Conjuring Part Two, mm. because it's very repetitive. But this is why the list is the way it is because of the impression that these villains leave. When I saw the nun for the first time in theater, huge, the way it showed up in the painting and the way it moved, and it was so new at the time, and she was just so fucking scary she was i kept same thing when i go home and think about it for a few days especially at night getting up or you know to go to the bathroom and that's my first thought that's when i know okay this was a great character it was a great invention a great villain because it stays with you and she was definitely there for a long time after i watched that movie mm -hmm. and i think that's why the other movies bothered me because they didn't show her a lot, kind of like Sinister. I always go back to this example. They didn't show Bagul too much, but then in part two, it was so much that it lost its credibility right. of being scary. And I almost wish that they had just left Valak alone. You could argue that that's the same for Annabelle, but it worked out for her because it's a doll. So it's an inanimate object. I don't know if maybe that worked better for Annabelle, but either way, Great scenes in The Conjuring Part 2, especially the painting situation. Yes. It just let, it was so memorable. It was great. It was fresh at the time. Freaked me out. I mean, I I wonder, I, I'd love to rewatch that movie and see if it's still scary, even watching The Nun and The Nun Part 2. 
that that painting scene is really that's another iconic jump scare scene when you see the painting and then all of a sudden she's out of it yeah that's a great it's great scene. it is yeah and it's also underrated i think there is so much more than the lipstick demon being behind josh that it's like there's other great jump scares in the one universe there really are he's he's mastered it it's 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 still insane me that that is the one that sticks out to everybody but i mean it is shocking i do get it but still yeah so number two the nun or valak from the conjuring part two all right let's hear it Mm, number one (sighs) I, i don't even know you don't even know or maybe i don't know Hmm. If you had to guess, who do you think it is? Is it Jigsaw? It is 100% Jigsaw. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Jigsaw, but the Jigsaw, man. Jigsaw, not Billy. The myth, the legend, the actual man. I find okay. this cr- so scary, so creepy. I cannot imagine, one, waking up and being in one of those traps. I know. But it's two, <laughs> like that would be terrible in itself to be in one of those traps. But like two, it's even scary how he gets you to those traps because there's always that lead up to, is he behind the door? Is he in the closet? Is he in the True. bed? Like, how's he going to get you? What mask is he going to be wearing? Is it really him? Is it again, another mystery element to it? Is it really yeah. him? Is it one somebody who's helping him? Like what? And that mix with all of the motives that, that intertwine throughout all of these movies like in the first movie alone, there's like three different motives that get placed because he's got two people pinned against each other. Then you've got yep. the detective aspect of it. And then lo and behold, you find out he's in the room and this is why he's doing all of this. And the crazy yep. thing about Jigsaw is that even though he's clearly demented, honestly, in most of the movies that he is in, you find yourself sometimes rooting for him because these people are despicable. Yeah. Yeah sometimes i get it sometimes you do when you when you hear his argument and especially his whole oh you have to appreciate life because he's on that verge of death right of his cancer so you can also see that but then you can who the hell are you to like do this to people exactly i get it uh he is definitely a mastermind and how he can do a lot of that on his own and it's very home invasion right because that it is it's you know he's creeping up behind you in in a parking garage or at your house and this could i mean i don't know how anybody would but hey this could conceivably happen that was the last bullet point i have is no, that sorry <laughs> no no that's fine it segues right into it is that yeah. out of these other other ones like yep. that it's the most realistic it could actually happen it probably has happened honestly um yeah. but it's the most realistic and he is just a normal everyday person sure you could say it's a little unrealistic some of the stuff that he's able to pull off and do and where did he get all the money to make these elaborate machines because they are expensive but yeah nonetheless it's creepy i could not imagine waking up in one of these and uh, having to, to do some of these things to get out of it. So, yeah. and again, he's got the iconic voice and really it's the one that started it all for James Wan is, is the Saw franchise and Jigsaw. And I honestly wonder if that movie hadn't been so successful and had so much buzz created around it because a, yes, it kind of kicked off the torture porn 
aspect of horror yeah. era of horror, but also the big reveal at the end of it, the twist, all of that. It was just so well done. And you can see aspects of saw throughout all of James Wan's movies, even up to malignant. It had a very much, uh, all the cut scenes, all the quick cuts that he does in all of his movies. You can see Saul through all of his movies. Um, and I'll shut up after this. I also enjoyed that you can see where he places different things from other movies in his movies. Like Billy yes. from uh, Saul is in the Dead Silence movies, etc. So you see those throughout his movies. Um, I think the guy is a horror genius. But uh, my number one is... John Kramer, a.k.a. Jigsaw. Love it. There's all an insidious in the first one when Josh is staying late at school. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there is a a dry erase drawing of Billy on the board. The Easter eggs are are fun to look out for. They really are. It's it's crazy when you dive into them, too, online, because people have just taken hours and hours to find all of these and to see, like, all the ones you've missed. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine. I would love to do that. That'd be kind of fun to like look all that up and then just straight watch his movies and look for everything. That'd be kind of fun. There's a lot of them now. There's a lot of them. A lot. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) All right. Great choice. Great choice. Uh, My number one is, this may be unconventional, I don't know, and that's fine, is the, I don't know her name, the old lady from insidious the one dressed in black oh the black bride absolutely terrified of that lady there is something about which is what i was saying with la llorona but with this lady and the woman the lady in the woman in black they're both the same they're both wearing this old victorian gothic black dress the veil and and the one from Insidious, the fact that she's an elderly person mm-hmm. and the way they have her makeup and the lighting, she is really scary looking. Like the beginning of Insidious where they show her through a door or yes. something. I, I I mean, I get chills. She freaks me the hell out. Like she is. I don't want to see someone like that looking at me through a window, <laughs> through a door, standing in front of me, like haunting me. Absolutely yeah. not. But it's the veil, I think, is what does it. It because it's that mystery of what's really behind it because yeah. you can't see right. fully, and it just it's the shadows that it casts. And she is so evil. Mm. Like the ending to Insidious, I thought was great because I never saw that coming. And you're like, this bitch is crazy. Like she is evil, and it goes back to the theme of. His villains are great. They're bad and bad all the way to the end. And sometimes his endings are unpredictable in that you don't always get the good ending. Sometimes you'll get the bad ending. Like, look at Saw. You can count that as yep. an unhappy ending. Insidious is. Um, some of Annabelle. Well, Annabelle is. Annabelle creation is. like, And that's fun. Like, I like that. I think those are real realistic endings. But she freaks me out. I will repeat it again. She's one of those. When I watched this movie, I just kept thinking she's going to show up because that doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> she's just really scary. Uh, great. It would be a great like Halloween costume or at a haunted house because she's really scary. And I'd like to piggyback on what you're saying with that saw is within his whole universe, whether it's what you're saying, cutscenes, 
It even goes down to music. When you watch mm. his movies, even the music sounds similar. Yes, it, it really does. It really does. Like The Conjuring and Insidious sound the same. All of Saw sounds the same, but then they're still relatable. He's made his own thing that horror fans and even maybe not not as hardcore horror fans can recognize and be like, yeah, this is part of the one universe. It's, it is. It is. It's very... Um, he's got a distinct soundtrack or a distinct score that yep. he uses. And it's a lot of violins. It's a lot of high-pitched yes. screeching noises. Um, there's a quote of him somewhere talking about what he likes in his movie scores. And it's like violins and that like high-pitched stuff. So he, it's definitely... You can tell when it's a James Wan movie for sure. Yeah. And I think that's great. Those are staples. It's part of his craft right like he's just and really making this list it was fun to make because of thinking how many movies he's done how many villains he's created and just characters in general and how many villains are within a movie because in the conjuring you have the first one you have annabelle and uh bathsheba you have two in one right and then in the conjuring part two i think i'm pretty sure it was valak and somebody oh the it's the old man right the hat man or something like that. So you're still creating multiple things in one movie. And I mean, it's just endless and you, he can run with so many more ideas. I'm sure. And he might or not. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be back after malignant. I mean, I think that movie is one that people have come around on. I know it was totally split the horror community when it came out, but then I think more people have, cause I was on the other side. I hated it when it came out. I thought it was, I hated it. Hot trash. The more I watch it, the more I like it and see mm-hmm. what he was going for and, and do enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, that's, I don't know. So the old, the, the bride in black was your number one. Yes. The other thing about that is it's very similar to Bathsheba is the backstory on that character is also insane. Cause it's actually a man who was abused as a child by his mother and made to be, to dress like a woman. Oh, I didn't even remember that, to be honest. Yeah, I so think his name bad. is like Parker Crane. Crane, Parker Crane or Mr. I forget his name, but oh, yeah. Oh, God. So it's a yeah. man who, because remember um, in that movie, there's that lady in the white dress with the red lipstick and she's like yelling at them. That is yeah. his mom. And there's a scene where she, they go in there. He's like hitting himself on the back with a belt. Okay. And okay. it was... Yeah, but that's what it is. His mom uh, abused him as a kid and mm. made him dress like a woman. No way. Well, and and that's what I think gives these villains so much more than just a face, right? You get a good backstory. He mm-hmm. puts a lot of thought into this. And even in Insidious, the first one, you have this lady, right? The the lady in the dress. And you have the lipstick demon. So you right. two villains. Yes. Plus all the other ghosts and everything else that's going around. Like that's that's a lot of creativity, a lot of ideas, and they're all executed generally well in his movies. Like yeah. the only one I don't like is Malignant. I've never watched it again. I don't know if I really can. And <laughs> the nun, I mean, the nun Valak is not bad. It's just the, it is what it is. Like I didn't enjoy the movies, but the character that he created is still fantastic. So I don't know. This man is a genius. He's really made horror his thing and has made something really amazing for for us 
as yes, fans. I agree. His ability to, to add B characters to a movie that are so interesting and have such good backstories that they have continued on and made movies about those characters. For instance, yep. Annabelle, The Nun, Curse of La Llorona, um, that they've been able to just continue on with this. And these are characters that get sprinkled into these movies, not the main characters. And then they go on to be their yeah. own franchises. So can't say enough about him. Again, I think he will go down as probably the greatest horror director, in my opinion, um, when his career is, is all said and done. Yeah. Cause he's created so many, I mean, yes, John Carpenter, he's his big thing is obviously Michael Myers. You have, Wes Craven, who made Ghostface and Nightmare on Elm Street. But I feel like James Wan has made so many more compared to everybody else. For sure. For sure. And, and handed it off. In a short off, amount right? of time. Well, the other huh? cool the other cool thing is that he's able to hand it off because like he doesn't do a lot of mm-hmm. those. They're in his universe, True. but he doesn't direct them. He's like a producer on it or whatever. So he's actually, I think we talked about this when we did his movies. Um, yeah. The, he's created so many opportunities for other people in horror to be able to take those stories and run with them and put their own spin on them, um, which is also very cool because you see what happened with like Halloween. A lot of those movies, while I personally love them because I'm biased, those aren't great <laughs> movies. Yeah. Are there, are there some stinkers in the James Wan universe? Yes. But I would argue the majority of them are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, look at what with Patrick Wilson. He got to direct his own right. insidious, you know, and that's, I think that's great too, to give opportunity to people to play with your story and characters. It's all, that must be hard too, because if you love something you've created, like I can imagine he loved creating jigsaw, right? right? And now everybody else has made it something else. And that's gotta be hard because something you created, but you're letting people be creative with it. And maybe now he's like, yeah, okay, great. No problem. Run with it. That it's all, hard. It's all yeah. yours. Exactly. Have fun. I could see <laughs> I'll that. produce. I could yeah. see it. Is there anything else you want to say about James Wan's universe of villains before we wrap it up? Uh, n- no, I think I gave long winded. I think you did a fantastic job. The funny Thank thing you. is this whole topic came out. What was it? Yes. Last night. I think what's today this week is very disorienting because we were off Monday. Mm, yes. So I think and- it was Tuesday. You came up with a Tuesday, like midday or at night. I don't even know. So we only had like a day. And here we are. We did a whole episode on it. this week is weird because yeah. Monday we were off. Yeah. We usually record on Thursday. Today's Wednesday. Yes. And yes. then you are like high press, uh, you know, high imp- VIP going to movie releases on Tuesdays and stuff. I'm just yep. trying to trying to keep up, but I don't have anything else to say either. I think I also I always give long ass explanations for everything, so that's just normal for me personally. I'm I'm learning. I think I've improved since we started. I think you're doing a great job, and I don't care what thank anybody you. else says. Oh, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Bowing for uh, and, everyone not watching. There's a bow. Go to YouTube, watch the bow. In that case, I would like to thank all of the patrons who give us their hard-earned money to listen to us talk about movies, talk about directors, talk about video games, talk about music sometimes, whatever we feel like talking about. But thank you True. to <gasps> Colette S, Matt B, Zach F, Rosalind, Vicky D, Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin, Ashley V, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street, 
and a podcast on Fury Road. And my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks. Hi, Stevie Nicks. Hi, Stevie Nicks. Welcome back from vacation. I'm sure she listened to us while she was on vacation. You should ask her. I'll ask her and let you know. In that case, we are out of here. Bye. 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 I wonder if anybody hates my long-winded buys. I don't think so.